beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in into another episode of The Everyday Woman Speaks. I am the one and only Margaret Smith-Williams, your host and your creator, and it is here where we discuss faith, love, identity, and foolery. So hey, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day or afternoon or evening or whatever time it is that you're listening to this episode. I would just like to talk to you a little bit about a recent experience that I had in October. So the last weekend in October, I had a girl's trip in honor of my 39th birthday. And it was 10 of us all together. And when I say that I had the absolute best weekend ever, it really was the best weekend ever. Uh, Just to give you a little bit of background of how the trip even came about, my good dear friend and sister Tiffany we were having a conversation sometime at the end of the summer, maybe August around that time. And she was like, friend, friend is what she and I call each other. She was like, friend, what you doing for your birthday? And I was like, I don't know. I know I'm going to Tulsa um, to spend some time with my godparents and go to a conference. And she was like, no, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I don't know. What else is there to do? And she was like, friend, I think we need to go on a trip. And I was like, okay. She was like, you work all the time. Um, You're either at church or going to a conference and we really don't get a chance to go out of town and have some fun. She's like, let's do a trip. And I was like, "Okay, let's do it. So she reached out to my sister and my other good friend, Luann, and um, they sent me some options. They were like, "Okay, so Margaret can either go to Chicago or D.C. And I was like, well, let's go to Chicago. I don't think any of us have really been and I think it would be a different experience. So the planning began. So I have to be honest, you know, me and my type A personality, I kind of took over the planning a little bit. Like they picked the place. My sister handled all the accommodations. But in reference to like the things that we would do, I kind of went through like I made a Pinterest board of things to do in, in Chicago. And I was like, okay, there are two things that we absolutely have to do. The first thing was is that I had to visit the Starbucks Starbucks Roastery. So if you know me, you know that coffee is life. And it's not even for the caffeine because I don't even drink caffeinated coffee. It's just there's something about coffee that makes me warm and fuzzy and makes me feel good inside. And especially if the barista makes it very good, like that first sip is like, oh, Jesus, Jesus is Lord. That's how I feel. Like it makes me feel so good on the inside. So when I found out that there was a Starbucks roastery in Chicago, I was like, we have to do this. Um, And I'll talk a little bit about the roastery in a little bit. And the other thing that I wanted to do was I am definitely a girl who loves the arts. Um, I grew up going to performing arts school. Music has been such a big part of my life. I'm not really a singer. I'm not a dancer. But I did a lot of theater and drama. And music and the arts is, is really a big part of my life. Like, I don't have to watch TV, but I have to listen to music. And so over the years, I've grown this love for jazz music and I I attribute this to my biological father because he is a jazz enthusiast and ironically when I was younger I hated jazz music like that was the only thing he would listen to in his car but as I grow older I've grown this love and adoration and respect for the art and so there is this jazz artist that I really love her name is Samara Joy I totally recommend that you guys check her out she is a 24 year old black girl singing like she is Ella Fitzgerald. Beautiful voice, amazing soul from what we're able to see. And I found out that she was going to be at the Chicago Symphony the same weekend that we were there. And so I had to add that to the list of things that we did. 
So um, those were my two requirements. So the girls were like, okay, so who do you want to invite? And I had a list originally of 10 girls. Um, and you may be thinking like 10 is a lot. It is, but it isn't. Like I thought about all the girls who have been the most influential in my life over the past well, since college, you know, and I wanted them to be a part of this experience. I could not celebrate me without celebrating them and what they mean to my life. Some of them I've known for the longest would have been since I was in college. And some of them I've known only within the last 10 to 15 years. Um, But they've all been very influential in me and shaping me to be who I am. And they are avid supporters of Margaret. Margaret, the person, the individual. And so I couldn't plan a trip without asking them to tag along. Um, Two of my girls were unable to make it. And um, due to their own various reasons, which I don't mind, and I love and respect them even more just for them saying, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Um, And they were definitely missed. But my other girls were able to make it. And it was, I don't know how to describe it. Like it was really a God thing. And not to be over spiritual, but it really was. So I had my friends come from California. I had my girls coming from here. My mom and my sister came from Charlotte. My mom wasn't on the actual list, but she's she can crash the party. She can crash it. And um, we all met in Chicago for literally two and a half days. And it was amazing. Um, everyone was so kind and so pleasant and just comfortable And you might be like, well, that's how it should be. Let me explain this to you. There is always this portrayal that women or black women cannot get together in groups of of, of large groups because of this stereotype. And it's sometimes not even a stereotype. Sometimes it is true that we can't be in the same place without there being or celebrate or just all spend the weekend together without there being some type of like trauma or just uncomfortability. But when I tell you that these women are literally top tier in my book, everyone was, and I know them all individually. I have my own special relationship with them individually. And some of us hang out collectively, but to have all of us together for the first time, this is the first time that everyone was together all in one space. And everyone was just the best, like the laughter, the the transparency, the authenticity, the ability to maneuver and change and be flexible and ride with whatever plans we got and show up and be on time. And just, it was, I love these ladies. I love them even more because of that. And everyone was just comfortable in themselves. Like nobody felt like they had to dressed to the nines or if they if they weren't that person or nobody felt like they needed to wear makeup if they weren't that person like everybody was just comfortable in their skin and from all different types of professions from nurses to um accountants to pharmacists to quality assurance bankers to you know we all come from different backgrounds to a media mobile and you know we all just came and just shared bits and pieces of ourselves and took something from someone else and it was amazing um Samara Joy was oh my gosh just such a breath of fresh air and I thank the girls for tagging along because they were like Margaret you got us going to a symphony one of my friends was like Margaret I'm gonna try not to fall asleep because we've been up since 3 a.m (laughs) the morning and 
my girls enjoy the symphony. They came, they showed up, and they were immersed in it. And I'm just so grateful that they came and they enjoyed the experience. Um, the Starbucks roastery was like heaven. I will tell you that. Like four stories of all things Starbucks. Like if you love coffee, you need to find one and you need to visit it. It needs to be on your bucket list. It's just as soon as you walk in, the aroma of coffee is it's just amazing. And we were able to eat together and laugh together. And one of the things that we did, um, one of the things that I put on the itinerary, yes, I put an itinerary together on a PDF and I sent it to everybody. You know, sorry, if you know me, you know me. It couldn't be any other way. One of the things that I wanted to do before we all left um, and departed our separate ways is that Saturday evening, I wanted us to be able to come sit in my room and have like a mini summer party. And I wanted to be able to just give everyone my gratitude for them coming and, and sacrificing and, you know, spending the weekend with me and just letting them know how it felt like without their presence in my life, my life will be just a little bit different. And my mom was there and she said that the Lord um, just placed in our heart for us to be able, for everyone to be able to give something to someone else, not tangibly, but give something, give a word of encouragement to everyone in the room. And we all went around one by one and the level and the depth and the sincerity and just the 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 willingness to share something that you would want to help with your fellow sister. It was just, it was divine. I think by the end of the night, we were all crying and praying and on the floor. And that's just, if you know me, you know that. That's heaven for me. And to see all of my friends, my sisters in one room, and we're all praying for one another and all crying and just really wanting whatever it is that God has for us in our each individual lives. And even as a collective is the most beautiful thing. One of the things that my mom said that stuck out to me and stuck out to all of us is she said, you cannot have a friendship if there is just taking like you can't say that you guys are friends and you're not giving to the other person. And it's such a reminder because sometimes we connect ourselves with relationships and we call people our friends and they're not able to give anything to you. And I'm not just talking about physical or financial giving. I'm talking about spiritual support, emotional support, mental support, encouragement. Um, they're not able to pull you when you feel like you're falling down or falling apart. And to know that I was in a room with women who would pull me up if I needed it or who would send me words of encouragement or who is rooting for me to be the best version of Margaret that I could be is one of God's greatest gifts. And I pray that if you don't have that, that God would send that to you and you would open up your heart to receive that. And I pray that if you do, that you would cherish and really understand the gift and sisterhood and friendship that God has given you and that you would take it seriously and that you would not take it for granted. So that was just a summary. I could never be able to describe everything about Chicago, but just a little bit of it. One of the conversations that um, we were having is my friend Tiffany was there and she was the last person to go. And I, ha I was explaining to everyone how I met her and she said something that was so funny. Everybody was like dying. And she was just like, everybody knows Margaret. Margaret is my church friend. They call her my church friend. And so she said when she would go with her family members to um, 
to go to her family's or she'd be with her friends or her other friends, her cousins. And she would say, you know, my friend Margaret, it would be like, oh, your church friend, your church friend. And we were all laughing. And um, I just thought about that. And I thought about how far I've grown and how confident I've become in being okay that that is me. There was such a long time ago, not even such a long time ago, I would say even the last couple of years where I would be not, I wasn't confident in the fact that I am Margaret. I am that girl who loves Jesus wholeheartedly, but will be a little bit hood if I have to, or will give you the business if I have to. But at the core of me, like I love the Lord and and I want to be pleasing to him. And I want to make sure that my life is in alignment with him. And for a long time, I would be ashamed that sometimes only thing I would be able to offer somebody was whatever the Lord placed in my heart or that I wouldn't necessarily fit into all circles. And over the past couple of years, I've grown confident in who God has called me to be and the uniqueness of Margaret. And I'm okay with being the church friend. I'm okay with being the girl who loves Jesus. For uh, for instance, the other night in devotion, uh, I asked my kids, we all did like this thing where, okay, so we all had to say something that we admired or we loved about the other person just to give them encouragement. Because sometimes during the day, you're beat up so much by expectations and the world and school and what people are saying. And I want to make sure that we foster this environment where we could pour into one another positively. So I had everyone go from my husband to my son, to me and Ayana. And I was like, go by one, one person. You each say something to the person in front of you that is positive. And so I was last. So my daughter was like, mommy, I just want to say that you are rooted. And I was like, what? You are rooted in Jesus. <laughs> and so I started laughing. And at first I was like, wait, why couldn't she say I'm like the cool mom? And then I realized me being rooted in Jesus is the best gift that I could give her and the best gift that I could give myself. Because out of me being rooted and out of me being the church friend and the, and the girl who is going to pray for you and send you a prayer over the phone or send you a scripture or remind you about your devotional today or remind you of your worth or send you a voice message reminding you of, you know, the promises of God. I, that's me. Like that's, I'm that girl and I'm happy to be that girl. I will say that with me being Margaret and what God has called me to be, it definitely does require a level of sacrifice and a commitment. And I can't do the things that maybe most people do or my convictions are a lot different than other people. But in the midst of that, I believe that that is what makes me unique. And that is what allows God to use me for his glory and for his purpose. And so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that trip. I'm grateful for that moment to be able to really sit in whoever God has called me to be and reflect on it. I'm grateful for Luann and Tiffany and Corrine and Megan and Janelle and Jalene and my mom and my sister, Ashley. I'm grateful for all of you guys who took the time out to just celebrate with me that weekend. Oh, I forgot one more thing. So um, my friend Megan also had her best friend who uh, joined us as well. And I just want to say that for those of you who are closed off to accepting new friends and new people into your circle, 
I would recommend that you really open up your heart and not be so closed off. Monique was such a breath of fresh air to us during this weekend. And she came in and not knowing any of us outside of Megan, she came and she joined us and she fit in and she laughed and she poured in and she received and she ate and she was vulnerable and she was just comfortable. And thank you, Monique. Thank you for joining us and just giving us of yourself and also receiving us. It's never too late, people, to meet someone new and to have someone new impact your life. I think we live in this world where it's like this no new friends culture where you're supposed to stick with whoever it is that you've had by your side forever. But there are seasons and places in your life that God will take you that you will need new people and new relationships and new partnerships. And it's not to say that your current ones are not good. It's just that you need something extra. And God is so amazing and all of his infinite wisdom and power that he brings people to walk alongside you. And maybe it's not even to walk alongside you. It could be just in that moment you need something from someone and he'll bring a perfect stranger, one that you have no knowledge, wisdom or insight about. He'll bring them into your life and give you and use them to give you just what you need in that moment. So don't close yourself off. Listen, this life, we pray for long life and it would be a dull life if for 70 or 80 years of life, you're only surrounded by the same people every day and every night. God will send people in your life when you least expect it to just remind you of his faithfulness and his goodness and remind you that there are things that you need that he wants to make sure you get. And sometimes it comes to people that you don't know. So, yeah, Chicago was pretty great. Pretty awesome. So thank you, my girls, for spending the weekend with me. I hope that it was just as remarkable and amazing for you as it was for me. Um, Oh, yeah. And we had some really great food. Uh, There was this one particular restaurant that we went to and it was near a hotel in downtown Chicago. We went for brunch on Saturday and the food at Kitchen and Cocktails was absolutely amazing. Everybody had everything that everybody ate. They loved it from the time that they put it in their mouth until the very last drop. It was great. Shout out to Kitchen and Cocktails. And I just want to say thank you to my sister, my one and only sister in the world, biological sister, my baby sister, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley, for putting together the top tier premier accommodations. She did her thing. Like our hotel was everything. Our driver, she made sure everything was solidified. Thank you, Ashley. We love you so much for that. But yeah, y'all. I would encourage you, if you haven't taken a girl's trip or a trip with your friends recently, make it a priority. You need that. I think your girls would need that. And it just gives you a moment to breathe and get away from the everyday responsibilities and demands that come with being a responsible woman. Motherhood and wifehood and work and all those things and even ministry. It just gives you the moment to step back and to breathe. I hope that you plan your next girl's trip. And that you have a moment to just breathe and let your hair down like I did. I don't think I have anything else. I don't have nothing else to say, but I just wanted to share that with you guys. I hope that it encourages you to really be grateful for the the beautiful people in your life. And that it also encourages you to plan a girl's trip. Wait, you guys, I'm not done. I'm not done. My wonderful editor, Jeffrey, just reminded me that I didn't pray and I always want to pray or end a podcast episode with a prayer. So I'm going to pray for you guys. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity, God. I thank you for the experience that I had with my friends and my mom and my sister in Chicago. I thank you for bringing all of us together, for literally stopping time to give us a weekend to be able to just breathe and reflect and to spend time with each other and to learn more about each other and ultimately to meet with you. God, I pray that everything that we were able to receive from you that weekend, that it would continue to carry us through the rest of our days. And my prayer also is for anyone that's listening, God, that has some friends or a group of people that you surrounded them with, that they would too have moments to be able to relax and to be able to enjoy each other and impart wisdom into one another, God. I thank you for the gift of friendship that you've given us, God. Forgive us for taking it for granted. Forgiving, forgive us for casually placing our friends on a back burner or forgive us for not making friendship and not making relationships, the God, godly relationships you've given us a priority. God, may there be a con conviction inside of our hearts to make time away from our responsibilities and those things that require our attention. Help us to be able to make that a priority, to take time away, just to be able to breathe and just to be able to sit in the presence of people who love and adore us and appreciate us for exactly who we are. God, I pray for anyone who is struggling as I was with accepting who you've called them to be and all of their quirks and all of their personality and all of the uniqueness that makes them do them, them that makes them themselves. God, I pray that you would give them a revelation of who you've called them to be and give them the confidence to walk into it with everything that you are. God, I pray that you would remind them that you have made them unique and beautiful and that everything that they are is needed for such a time of this. I pray that they won't shrink down and try to fit in or hide behind whatever it is that you've given them, God, whether it be the way they speak or the way they talk or the way they dress or the way they view the world. God, I pray that they won't hide behind those things, but that they would walk in confidence in who you call them to be. I thank you for giving them reminders and opportunities to show up as their authentic self and to know that when they do that, you have the people waiting for them, who will accept them, who will encourage them, who will support them, who will help them to become better versions of themselves. God, I thank you for continually showing me who you've called me to be and giving me the grace and the confidence to walk into that. Father, I thank you for our time together. I pray that it would bless someone's heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning into this episode of the Everyday Woman Speaks. Please like, subscribe, share, you know, we're everywhere. Spotify, Google Play Store. It's not called Google Play Store, but you know what I mean. We're on Apple Podcasts. You know, look us up, share, like, subscribe, send us some nice messages or words of encouragement to the Everyday Woman Speaks at gmail.com. Until next time, I pray that you would live right, that you would love right, and that you would be right. Oh, 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 oh,